Well, hello, everybody. Before I go any further, how are you doing today? You know why I ask that? Because we don't ask each other. We don't take things for so much so for granted. So I always start up my show with, how are you doing today? And I would like to welcome you to another episode of Envision Me Talk Show, the show where we come and we sit down as girlfriends with our favorite evening beverage, snack, pen, paper, girlfriend and girlfriends, and we hear what our amazing guests have to talk and what they're dropping their gold nuggets. You know why? Let's be honest. Who is sitting someplace right now and wanting to work on the what's next? but don't know where to start at. Or better yet, don't even know what their what's next is. So see, that's what we do here. We sit down, girlfriends, and we talk it up. Talk about whatever it is, how do we get past our what ifs and I can'ts and move on to our what's next, no matter what it is. Now my phone is being blown up right now. Everyone's always asking me, well, what is a what's next? It could be anything. Could it be that you're going to want a healthier life? May it be you want to climb the corporate ladder? Or may it be that you want to be an entrepreneur as you'll get to hear some amazing ladies right after this who are entrepreneurs and they are rocking it. And, you know, we all face the fear. You know, fear stops us. That's what it did to me until I had to get out of fear and learn that fear is actually my learning tool. So I'm going to bring these ladies on. If you have any questions, comments, we would love to hear from you. And so without further ado, let me bring to the stage Keisha and Nicole. Hey, ladies. Hello. Hello. How are you both doing? Doing good. Good, 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 good. So first of all, let's start off with, because no one I know, but then they don't know. What is your business? What type of business you do? So Keisha, can you start first? Yes. So my business is Embrace Creations. I make handcrafted jewelry, starting off with bracelets. I don't know if you can see that, but bracelets, then hopefully soon I'll start doing necklaces. And I've tried some body chains and bracelets and things like that. So that's pretty much what my business is. Cool. And Nicole, what about you? I create sweet treats that you cannot eat. So I create dessert candles and wax melts that you cannot. Ooh. Right. <laughs> no, I know, right? <laughs> I mean, it does look like we could eat it. I so right. you. <laughs> so ladies, what even led you to go into the area of business that you're in? Oh my. Let me go first. Okay. <laughs> Okay, well, mine's, it was kind of like an accident. <laughs> it happened during COVID. I was working at the hospital and I used to go into the gift shop and they would always have these beaded bracelets that had a meaning to them. And COVID happened. So then they closed the gift shop and I wasn't able to get any more bracelets. My bracelets were getting old. <laughs> and my mom had gave me a charm bracelet of hers. And one day, me and my sister, we were riding around, and my sister, they loved the craft stores. And me, when I was growing up, I was like, I don't want to go to no craft store. That's boring. And so, but I was like, okay, I'm riding with you, so let's go to the craft store. And I was like, well, mom gave me this bracelet, so let me see if I can find some charms or something in here to, you know, make it cuter. And I went down that aisle, and I seen all these beaded bracelets, or I mean, these beads and stuff, and I was just like, I'm going to try and make my own. And I was just doing it just to make it for myself. And then my sister and other people that I know and everything was like, oh, are you selling them? You should sell them. And I was like, no, it's just for me. So praying about it. And finally, one day I woke up and I was like, okay, I'm going to not be afraid. I'm going to go out and sell. Because the main reason was like, I was afraid that I like it and my family may like it, but other people just be like, oh, you know, she's not professional, whatever, you know. And so then I was like, let me get out of my own way. Believe in God. He's given me this talent that I didn't even know I had. So let me start taking the steps to make this into a business or create it into a business. And that's what happened. 
Oh, this is cool. I cannot wait. So before I allow Nicole to answer the question, real quick, everybody, these two amazing ladies, like the other amazing ladies that have come on prior night are going to be at the Mother's Day event. Can you believe it? It's next weekend. I mean, it's like, time is crisping up. (laughs) It's coming so fast. I know. I know. So if you're interested, as you hear these ladies and they're showing you the products and seeing and you're like, wow, how can I touch it, see it? They'll be at the event. So I know I will get the flyer dropped in so you guys can see where it is. And we all will be there. And we want you. And I am personally inviting you to join me. So with that, let's slide into Miss Nicole. What led you making them delicious, amazing pieces? <laughs> A tragedy. A, A tragedy? A tragedy literally started my business. Wow. 10 years ago, my house burned to the ground. I lost my spouse and my 16-year-old daughter 24 hours apart from each other. And I prayed, God, if you give me this extra income to take care of this extra baby that you gave me, because my daughter left behind a five-week-old baby. Mm -hmm. And I prayed for an extra income. And lo and behold, after a house fire, candles is what he gave me. So... I let it sit, I let it sit, I let it sit for like seven, eight months. And I'm like, God, you was there and I know you was. So I don't want this. So I gave it back and I gave it back and I gave it back. And one night I was laying in my bed and I felt a pop in the back of my head. Nobody's in my house. I'm home alone with dogs. And I'm like, yeah, what was that? About a couple minutes later, it happened again. I'm like, yeah, yeah. A couple minutes later, it happened again. And the last time it was like somebody hit me in the back of the head with a fist. And I'm like, okay, God, I hear you now. Like, listen, come on. Like, I'm going to do it. First time I ever made a candle, I almost set my house on fire. So I put it down. And God was like, you asked for this. I'm like, no, I didn't. He like, yes, you did. You said extra income. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, cool. So I let people know. If you ask God for something, make sure you cross every T, dot, every ad. Don't miss no letters. If you can't spell it, Google it, because I'm living witness that he'll give you stuff that you don't think you can handle, but he knows you can. I so true. I can relate with you on the point of where I, too, went through the same thing you did, where I'm like, okay, God. Is, are you sure you want me to do this? And I really did. I questioned them, and he poked me. I'm like, and I'm in the house like you. I was in the house by myself. And I'm like, oh, maybe that's a muscle twitch. You know how we always like deny it. Yes. And so then the next day, I'm like, are you sure you want me to do that? Are you sure? Okay, this time the twitch was like a poke. No one in the house. I'm like, okay, I hear you. And then he spoke to me and said, like you said, he said, I'm only giving you one life to live. And this is that one time. So we're going to live this to the best way you can. And we're going to go after whatever you want. And to then and that time forward, I've gone and I faced fear and I understand about thinking like, are you sure? And I'm always at if he could speak to us, I'm quick to say, are you sure? You know, because, you know, we as human, we want to believe one thing. But then it may not be like that. You mm-hmm. know? But then he lays it on to you. But yeah, I totally can relate with the poke. And it was funny that when the real hard poke went, I was like, there ain't nobody. Am I to leave this house? What am I to do? Yes. And, and, and then if I come back, what's going to happen? And I'm like, okay, God, I hear what you're saying. We ain't got to poke me that hard anymore. I got right. you. I got you. <laughs> so I totally relate to it. I totally relate to what you're saying. So ladies, as you are doing your business, what's one thing that you have faced or what obstacle have you faced? As such, I talked about fear. What is something you have faced and how did you get out of it? Rejection. Ooh. How did you handle rejection? At first, not very well. I came home and when I say I bawled like a baby, like, God, you gave me this. Like, why is people not liking this? Like, is they like, you sure this gonna work? Like, I'm investing money I don't have, like, what's going on? And like, I was just forget it. 
It is what it is. If it happened, it happened. If it don't, it don't. At least I tried. Kudos to you. What about you, Keisha? I would say kind of the same thing. Well, I guess I kind of did look at it like rejection. Because it's like you go to the vendor events, and I just knew for what I thought. Like, all right, God, you gave me this business, so and I got a good product. People are going to start buying. You know, it's going to be going. And it's like, no, I'm putting more money into it than people (laughs) buying it. I say, well, the first vendor event I did, I just did it just to try it out. Mm -hmm. Then the next couple ones, it was like, okay, people were buying. But then it slowed down. Then it was like, nobody was buying. (laughs) And so, you know, it's getting discouraged, I guess, in in all of that. And then plus... I'm a person, if I'm going to do something, I want to do it right. I didn't really take into account all the steps and things that go along with starting a business. I just figured, oh, I start the business and start selling. I got a good product. That's it. Like, no, it's a lot more to it. (laughs) So just kind of a little bit of discouragement, thinking it was going to go one way and it's actually going, you know, the other way, that process, that long process way you know, <laughs> that God likes to do. It's like, oh, I gave it to you, but you got to go through this process of growing and all that. So, yeah, yeah. he don't make a journey easy, does he? Right. No, yeah. it, it's all about a, it's all about learning. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and also, too, I believe that when God takes us on a journey, he's taking us on a journey to weave out the people that shouldn't be part of our journey, but they started out part of the journey, if that makes sense. So I believe as he's taking us through the journey, it's all about learning and knowing who's to be part of your journey and who isn't to be part of your journey. And I think that's where I also fumbled because I'm like, oh, everybody's going to be on my table. Everybody, you know, I Nicole, you know, I am. I am. I'm like, yes. come on, come on. Everybody yes. embraced me. <laughs> and then they did not really. But God showed me that everybody's not going to be meant to be at my table. And I think we talked a little bit about this and that they can't serve me as I can't serve them. And it's okay. And not to be because me, I was holding a grudge. <laughs> and I mean, a holding a big, grudge. like, okay, I'm not helping you anymore. Okay. <laughs> well, they were like, well, can I help? Can you help me? Mm-hmm. Or they'd be like, can you come somewhere? Uh-uh, I can't come. Find somebody else to do it. <laughs> <laughs> So it has been a learning journey, but I have to say one that I do not regret as I step to, through this, it has taught me so many things. So as you ladies are going through this journey, we have some things or someone we lean on. One thing I always talk about is power words. Um, power words are those words that when we hit that wall or that moment or those person, people that we're facing that brings us through that moment. Do you ladies have a power word? And if so, would you like to share your power word? Fight. Ooh, that's good. A scripture, he who is in me is greater. Come on, lady. Okay. I keep telling myself over and over again. Yeah. So love, I love that. Fight, and I love the scripture piece of it. So that is so amazing um, that we go after. So say, Keisha, we have someone sitting at, at their, their hearing and they're like, wow, you guys sound inspirational. You guys sound powerful. How, what do I need to do to even start? Cause you know, everyone's like, well, you guys make it look easy. Well, we already talked about our stumbling blocks. <laughs> right. What would be your first piece of advice for someone that's sitting there like, okay, what do I even start at? How do I even start? What would you tell them? Well, starting, cause you just can't start doing anything. So I would say you definitely need to pray and consult God about what it is that you're thinking that you're wanting to do or what it is that he has called for you to do. Um, Because one thing that, like I kind of mentioned before, is you can get discouraged. And if your heart's not in what you're doing or you don't love it, then that discouragement can cause you to stop. And so you don't want to keep picking up different things and stopping. I mean, it's good to try, but... If you're going to start a business, I would say, you know, make sure you consult God first. And, you know, he's definitely our helper and can help you through it because it is tough, which is what I'm learning. (laughs) Um, And, you know, even though it is tough, just make sure you stay consistent. You know, one night you might not feel like posting like I have had, (laughs) but then the next day try to post, you know, or 
try to make a bracelet or whatever it is that you're wanting to do, a candle or whatever it is. So good piece of advice. I love that. What about you, Nicole? What would you say? I would give somebody or some women out there just go for it. It might be hard. You might have sleepless nights. You might not know where to start. You might have, like you just said, 50 million things in your mind that you want to do. Once you consult with God, he going to give you the right answer. Don't hesitate. Because that one moment of hesitation might not ever come again. Like me, I he gave me multiple chances. But what if I would have just blew it off? Then what? True. I would have been stuck. Like, what's next? I like that. That's true. I so agree with you. My piece of advice is for everyone. I'm like you. I'm like both of you. Jump. What's the harm? I mean, not jump and leave in your business, but jump and go after the business or whatever you want to do. And don't let, I call the three F's, which are not bad words, fear, fault, and failure get in your way because they will sit on your shoulders or sit in your head, sit in your ear. And then three years later, we're sitting in the corner with a whole bunch of books saying the woulda, coulda, shouldas, and we're like, man, and seeing everyone around them flourishing or even trying it. You know, I'm all about, let's try it. And if it don't work, let's tweak it and we'll, we'll tweak it on the way. But always, at least you can say, the day that you go meet God face to face, I tried it. Mm-hmm. I did everything that, you know, I tried it. And may it not work or may it be that I did it my way, necessarily, but at least I tried it because you can, we all do try it. So ladies, believe it or not, our time is almost coming close to an end. But before we go, I wanted to ask you ladies, so what is your what's next? You guys are doing some amazing work. I mean, Nicole and her candles. I mean, she's always out there. I see the candles. Matter of fact, my grandson thought it was something to eat. He's like, call her. I'm like, I can call Miss Nicole, but it isn't something to eat. And he's like, yaha, mama. I go, um it's a candle buddy. And so tell him, I'm a, tell him I'm a baker. I'm a baker, not a baker. Oh, okay. I'm I'm a baker. I'll, I'll make sure to let him know that. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, what is your, what's next? I am taking my business on the road. <gasps> Are you really? Yes. So I am stepping out of my comfort zone and mm. I am going to start doing vendor shows in multiple states congratulations very good my first first one will be latasha's juneteenth event in chicago oh congratulations i know that was hard for you to do but the great job job. (laughs) (laughs) oh and what about you keisha me next, I would like to start selling my bracelets like on either Etsy or a site like that. I think that's next for me. I don't think I'm quite ready for a website website, but I would like to try like Etsy or Amazon, one of those. So, I love it. You ladies are rocking. Mm-hmm. You ladies are rocking it. I have to say, my I have a lot on my plate, so I won't overwhelm everybody with all my my what's next. But I have to say my one of my biggest what's next is keep moving the talk show because I want women to know around the world as us three are doing it. And there's other women that I bring on here that they're we're out here doing it and we're doing it with support. Let's be honest. We can't do this by ourselves. We we're definitely doing it with support and that you do need the support and that you have, you can't do it by yourself, you know, especially, I mean, Walmart's got how many people that are following that's helping them to be successful, you know, and all the other stores. So you ladies are doing some amazing work. Then my next question is to you ladies, as we are so busy in our lives, it's so important to take some time for us. What are your self-care regimens that you do for yourselves? I like to meditate. So, and read. Reading relaxes me. And baths. I love a good bubble bath and candles, all that. So, that's what I do. 
Get a candle. I know that's right. I got you. I got you, kid. I got you. I got a whole basket of right over here for you. Just okay. All right. Don't forget about me. I got you. Look, we'll be able to corner her before everyone gets there. So everybody else gets there. So we'll collect our products. So no one else will collect our products. Sorry, Miss Nicole. You know I have to put you there, but I know, I know. What is your self-care routine, Miss Nicole? To be honest, I had to learn what that was because I didn't know. But now I know. I'm learning. Today, I did a good thing. I went and got my nails done. (laughs) I went and got my nails done. I went and got my toes done after I worked somebody else's nine to five before I came home Mm -hmm. to work my business. I said, I just need a moment to relax. Mm -hmm. So I went and got my nails done. But usually, like, retail therapy is yeah. my relaxation zen moment. <laughs> so I like to shop to do self-care to me. I can shop online. I can shop in the mall. I can shop at your store. Keisha, I can shop with you. Just shopping is <laughs> woo to me. So, yeah, that's retail therapy is my self-care. Oh, that's nothing wrong with that. Right, nothing wrong with it. There's nothing. Mine is, I love to go to Easton, put me on a good pair of tennis shoes. Like today was a beautiful day and go out and just walk. I don't even have to buy anything. I can't afford much out there. So I just love to walk and look and people watch. I'm worried about it. People watching. (laughs) So I'll sit around that little fountain and watch people like, wow, okay. And then, but that's my, it just relaxes me. And and I'm like you, Nicole, just getting some time, separating myself from the nine to five that I just worked and get ready to get ready for my business. I need to come with a different mindset. So I totally get that with you. Get So yeah, Ashanta said, ain't nothing wrong with a little retail therapy. I know, right? No, it's not. (laughs) And I'm like the queen of like discount budget retail shopping. Like I ain't paying full price for a little bit of nothing. <laughs> right. Oh, we really do need to go to shopping. I love. Yeah, that's a good yes. kind of shopping. Yes. <laughs> like I'm a very thrifty shopper because most of my money goes back into my business. So yeah. I like to save, but I like to shop. Just don't. Yes. <laughs> So you said you got to balance them both out. So true. Yes, you do. You do. It got to balance out to make sense. I know that's right. I know that's right. Well, ladies, we are coming down to the last little bit. But before we close up, this was so fun. I wanted to first and say thank you for joining me. This was fun. I hope you guys will come back again and we'll get to see how where you at and how else we can support you all. But before we do this, Everyone, I want everyone to know, um, we'll drop the flyer, but these two ladies, as you hear about their amazing products and services that they're offering, they will be at Mother's Day event next Saturday. I can't believe it. It's like came here quick. Next Saturday, everyone, I'll drop the flyer in and the address in where you can meet us all there. We're going to have a good time, but I want you to understand I am extending the invitation from me to you to join us so you can smell Miss Nicole's amazing. Like I said, my grandson one thought they were thought they were real. He wanted to eat the dessert candles and then get to see Miss Keisha's amazing jewelry. And so ladies, as we're getting ready to close down to our show what would you like to leave these amazing listeners and followers with what would be your last piece of advice well just what we've been saying you know go for it don't let fear stop you listen to god so you don't have to get popped in the head or (laughs) (laughs) multiple times and yeah just live life have fun you know, I'm learning how to do that, to live in the moment, you know. So, yeah. Well, I would like to say, like, something my pastor said on Sunday. What a difference a few days makes. No matter what you may be thinking about or how you may be thinking about starting a business or whatever. In a few days, what you thought might not have been, could be, or will be. So, that's what I have. Oh, girl, that was powerful. Yeah, that's beautiful. I like that. I can't, I can't even add anything after that. 
When he said it, I was just like in the town, like, okay, church over. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I, I got that. Yeah, uh, clearly. I'm so clear on that. I got it. Right. Well, ladies, our time has come and gone. This was so fun. I so appreciate you ladies. And I hope that you ladies had as much as fun as I did. And this was powerful and impactful. And I can't wait to see you guys next Saturday. Yay. Well, thank you for having me. No worries. Well, ladies, I'll take care of yourself. And you guys take care and see you. Bye, ladies. Bye-bye. So let me say this, everyone. You see these ladies? This was an amazing, amazing show. I mean, these ladies had dropped nuggets left and right. I got mine. I don't know if you dropped yours, but I surely definitely have my nuggets here. But I wanted to let you know, in order to go after your what's next, both of the ladies said it. Go for it. I mean, what's the harm, right? What is the harm in going after your what's next? You have a tribe. We're here for you. If you don't know where to begin on your what's next, DM me or you can inbox me and say, Pam, I need help because I don't want you guys to go another year with not working on your what's next and you're sitting in the corner with the woulda, coulda, shouldas. Now, how else can your woulda, coulda, shouldas be conquered? Well, guess what? We also have a magazine. Vision Made Magazine is a powerful magazine where there are writers around the world that are dropping nuggets, as you just heard. They're talking about different topics like the mental health in the boardroom. We're also talking about healthy living, healthy mind. Then we're also talking about, you know, we as women need to get to know our finances. So if you're interested in gaining a copy of Vision Made Magazine, I will drop the link down below. And then I also have one more ask from you. Subscribe to Envision Me Talk Show on all the large podcast platforms. That's my ask for you. Now, guess what, everybody? I have another amazing guest. She is going to come on here. She's going to drop nuggets just like our last two. So without further ado, let me bring on Miss Cheyenne. Hello. Hey, how are you doing, lady? Good. How are you? Good. It's been a long time. I know. I've been keeping up with all your social posts, so that definitely helps. Well, good. Thank you for doing that. Yeah. So, as I know about you, tell my guests a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, I have decided to never make a business card because I just think that it would be way too long trying to still <laughs> go through all the things that I like to put my hand in. But one of my favorite things I like to do is host my podcast. It's called Safe Space with Cheyenne. So we have people from all walks of life and all around the country coming on and either telling their story or teaching different healing modalities and just kind of really pulling apart. Um, a lot of the things that I found difficult in the beginning when I got very curious about researching a multitude of healing ways um, so I do that about three days a week. And then I also have a company where I redo clothing like flannels and tie dye. And mm -hmm. I get to set up at like local pop-up markets between here and Kansas city and go out and like really meet the people, which is really fun. Cause it's the type of people you want to go to, like the people that like thrifting and going out and finding like one of a kind handmade goods or just like music festivals. So those things keep me pretty entertained besides my three-year-old and just like running the house. But those are two of my biggest passions that I do besides continuing my studies. Oh, so let me ask you this. How did you even get into all of this? How did you even get into that? Well, that's a really fun story and I'm going to keep it as short as I possibly can, like bullet point it. So okay. I actually work, used to work in like corporate restaurant setting, really. So I went all the way from like server to management for multiple years across multiple states. So I honestly got like a lot of hands-on business training through that, but there was always like something in the back of my mind where I was like, I want to be doing something more. I want to be doing something with like significance and creativity and just have a lot more fun and be able to be myself with the work that I'm doing. So tie-dye came to me super randomly. I just started watching people on Instagram and all their videos. And I just thought that just looks like so much fun. And I really needed to reconnect with my curiosity and like my inner child at the time. 
So I started doing that and then I realized that I could make money off of it, which was kind of funny because I was just making clothes for myself. Yeah. You know, even when I go to the stores, I was just like, none of this is me. So I started making clothes for me and then my friends. And then we all got the idea how fun it would be to just join in on like local random pop-up markets that we really wanted to go to. So I usually take a different friend every show and we just go set up, meet people, sell a plethora of even like crystals or I have affirmation posters that I absolutely love to send to people or have them buy if they're at the beginning of like their self-love and almost like rewiring the brain type thing. So I got into that and then the podcast came in the last couple of years. I just got a job at a radio station and it was kind of like lighting the fire under a passion that had gone away. Yeah. And I absolutely love media. I love anything with broadcasting and content creation. So it was just nice to be able to create a safe community for people to come on and explore things that they want to explore without being scared or being judged for looking into alternative perspectives about, you know, whatever we're going through on our healing journeys. Yeah. I'm with you. The media. Oh, I love, I never thought that I would love something like this. Never. And I'm with you. I like that we're able to create a community involve the individuals to embrace what they want to embrace. And there's no control, you know, just like the TV, there's still control on the TV versus podcasts. It's all free for all, which I really love. That's why I really love what I do and that I get to control it. There's no big animal. There's nobody to saying, well, you can't do this. You can't do that podcast is our thing so I do love that creative control is probably my favorite thing that I have about my show I know there was a lot of restraint with any of the companies I worked before you really had to go along with what yep. they wanted marketed for their company which I don't yep. blame them but being able to learn that in a really I mean successful business and such a supported business and then transition those skills to something that is yours and if like you're going to struggle with it it really should be your dream and Absolutely. that's the thing that kept coming up over and over for me is i'm like okay like i've clearly proven that i can build a business i'm just building somebody else's business and right. i don't really want to do that the rest of my life so i'm going to start now and i'm just going to continue to build and learn and that's really what I've been doing over and over. I study yoga. I study energy work. I read books as much as I can. And I mean, really just try to keep myself centered and in focus of all the things that I'm trying to accomplish for my growth. Absolutely. So as we go through the learning and the growth period, we all are faced with, we talked about it, the fear or the three Fs, fear, fault, and failure. As you had gone through your journey, as you're still going through your journey and you're facing that obstacle, what obstacle have you faced and how did you get over it? My biggest thing is identifying the inner critic when you're trying to create or when you have that like forward focus, no matter like what product you want to sell, like whatever we're trying to put in front of people to grasp an audience, no matter what, like that inner critic comes in and starts mm -hmm. judging you like horrible right like it always has that that fear aspect of it so when that thought comes in i almost grab it and freeze it in my head and i'm like is this my authentic self talking because if not you need to get out of here because i have i have things to create and things to do and a way for me to counteract that i have post-its and amazing affirmations saying all over my desk but also mm -hmm. like in cupboards and on my mirror in my bathroom, because that inner critic's gonna follow you anywhere, whether you're brushing your teeth or getting ready to go to bed or putting on a pair of jeans. Like it's just right there nagging at you all the time. And it is truly annoying. But I found that you really can just kind of collar it the more that you bring awareness to it and you separate yourself from that voice. And you're like, that's not even me. Like I'm rooting for myself, I'm creating, I know what I wanna do. And you got to like flick that bugger out. Mm -hmm. So I use a lot of really good sayings to counteract. It's kind of like retraining the neuroplasticity for like one negative thing. You really do have to introduce three positive things. Yeah. We also have like really deep like sayings and poetry. Like I have one right here. I can read it says fear has its place in every heart. Courage is only a response. Ooh, so then really you could even think about it from, you know, 
like how all of our brain chemicals work. And I'm like, what brain chemical is not firing right now that I need for this project? Like, should I go eat a certain fruit? Should I go like, there's ways that we can help our physical body and our vitality through those moments. But the mental struggle affirmations, a hundred percent have been my best friend. And when the ego and the inner critic come in, I, I sit them down like they're a person in front of me. And I'm like, no, I have stuff to do. And just like the girls were saying earlier, like if God puts something in your way and really wants you to do that plan and be that vessel for him to speak that specific plan, I mean, you got to do it no mm -hmm. matter what it is. And you'll find a way to get there, but it's not going to be an easy journey. And when you tell people, this is my mission, this is my journey, not everyone that you thought was going to support you and be receptive to your really big dreams well, keep in mind, like there's people that actually don't dream big out there. So when they meet people with big dreams, they're just like, yeah, that's a little much. Or maybe because they would never go that far out on the ledge for a dream. Like they're good with whatever they're doing in their life. You can kind of scare people with your big dreams. And that's something to take in consideration. If you're sitting at that table, like you said earlier, where I thought all these people are going to be at my table. I thought, you know, we were going to rise and grow together, but you do find out that people fall off and it has nothing to do with you. It has right. everything to do with all of our perspectives. I agree with you. And you hit it right on the head. You know, you have to do it and you have to face it. But let's go back to, you know what? One thing I love is that you have the post-its all around every place. Oh my goodness. I used to have post-its on my in my car and my kids my daughter and my grandkids are like mama what is this i'm like i need this to get through the day now i need you but i love that and um, one thing i've started my teaching my clients how to do is mirror work so you mm -hmm. can talk to that inner critic and this literally like listen we are not perfect we are going to go and do this and whatever happens happens knowing that i have thousands of women such as yourself behind me. And I can call you and say, Hey, Cheyenne, I don't understand this, but can you help me figure this out? We figure it out and we move on because I will refuse to let the inner critic hold me down. And I tell mm -hmm. my clients that, and we move on, but I'm so happy to hear that you talk, do the post-it work. I think that's awesome. Oh, they're all over the rest of the episode. I could just read them all off to you yeah. when yeah. I'm hitting that weird headspace. I'm like, okay, take a break, read your notes, <laughs> redirect your energy. Yeah, I'm with you. I got them all over the place, mm -hmm. literally all over the place. I had to move them up a little bit so my little people wouldn't get them, but I totally get that. <laughs> totally, totally get that. So as we also have faced, I love though that you talk about facing the inner critic and we're getting so many and hitbacks from everybody that the inner critic will get you, will get you every time. And that's so true. And with that being said, now we have women around the world that are like, wow, you guys are amazing and powerful. What would be one thing you would like to leave them with that they could start implementing today in their life? Do not outsource your love to anybody except mm. find it within yourself and then you give it out. So many people are giving their energy out into the world without connecting back to whatever source they consider divinity, God, you know, insert your belief, right? But if you really just start caring for yourself the way that you continue to outpour love to everybody else, it's kind of like airplane rules. That's what we say in our family. Like, I'm going to put my mask on first so I can breathe, and then I'm absolutely going to help you. But I'm not going to pour from an empty cup, and I'm definitely not going to try to breathe and help you at the same time because I'll be better if I'm healthier and I'm vital. Then we all get to kind of hook up and spread the connection together. So yeah. really just learning to love yourself foremost, because then you're just going to go out there with the expression and the energy and the love that you need. So Cheyenne, if someone wants to get into contact with you, would it be the best way they can connect to you? I love if you can contact me either through my podcast page at Safe Space with Cheyenne Podcast on Facebook. I also have TikTok and then you can find me at my Gmail, Cheyenne at gmail.com. So you guys, you have to connect to her. She's doing some amazing work as we all need that help with that inner critic and we need to face it and not let it hold us back. You know, we all do that. So Cheyenne, let's shift a little bit. Letitia says she's going to follow you now. 
as we're so busy, you know, you're busy with life. You're busy with your business. You're just busy, a busy, amazing woman. What is your self-care routine and what do you do for you? Ooh, yoga is really helpful for me to just tap into my body. Yoga and breath work are really big. Sometimes I'll kick it out like I don't need it, but it comes right back in. And it's like, oh, I'm so sorry, baby. Sorry. <laughs> you know, that really is like my time. Meditation is always really good to throw in there. I even do like subconscious meditations at night where I'll put certain Hertz frequencies in the background and just really let anytime I can like reprogram my mind, I'm definitely going to do that. And then as far as for like my temple, I love like Epsom salt baths and I love building them like almost like a potion where I know each ingredient I'm putting in, I know what I need. Uh I have rose petals and like lavender, like I'll just light some candles and like you really are like setting the intentions in your bath because you really want to help detoxify and cleanse yourself and just really soak in all that Epsom salt is my biggest one is Epsom salt. If you don't (laughs) use it, you need it. It will just draw out so much stuff, like energetically, any toxins in the body. Um, and those are like, those are my main things. Journaling for sure. Mm-hmm. But yoga, meditation, journaling helps a lot with self-care. But I mean, if your vessel just needs an absolute break, like go light some candles, get in the bath, turn in some relaxing music and just like, you know, clock out. Yeah. You know, let your body soak. I do that and I turn off the lights and the candles mm. and just breathe. So nice. I even sit in a steamy. I love the steam and it relaxes me. So I'm always sitting in a steamy bathroom and just relax with quietness with some soothing music in the background. I love and the candles. I I love candles. I love all kinds of candles. So I I too. And journaling, I used to journal every day and now I need to get someone. Give back. This is really you have told me or taught me that I need to get back into journaling because I need to release all that is going on in here so I can let the creativity of my mind keep moving and keep flowing. So I like that idea. Well, it's definitely I was saying this on a different interview today. I'm really trying to make sure that I document for my future self. Because a lot of, especially, you know, building a business and doing anything with media and content creation, it's a lot of solitude and creation. And sometimes you can feel a little crazy when you're doing so much to build this and you have this vision and this foresight in front of you that there's no way the blockages that you're coming up on now, your future self isn't going to experience in a different format. So you're kind of writing like tips and tricks for, you know, like I date, I timestamp it. You know, if I'm having a good day or a bad day or the block comes up and even on my retrospect days, I'm like, thank you so much for writing this down like a year and a half ago because I see my growth. But this is still a block that I had before uh-huh. that I've identified, you know, thank you, past self. Thank you, future self. And it's just a great way of still building that connection with yourself because there are moments where you're like, I have got to be my biggest supporter right now. I cannot call so anybody true. like this really is about me pumping myself up. So true. I agree with you. With that being said, journaling, do you do electronic or do you use paper? I, if I'm going to like publish it, I have a blog and a poetry book that I've written on a couple different platforms. And then I also have a subscription that I'll write on randomly. But like for my journaling to pull apart later and publish, I'll do journal writing or any like release type work. I'll be happy to do it with journal. There's just something about holding a book in your hand and reading it and writing in a notebook. Like there's nothing that they could ever create digitally where I would be like, oh, I would totally love to type my feelings out on this Kindle S tablet format. Like there's just, it's an energy and it's a feeling when you're connecting with the pen and the paper and even the way that you write over time because your writing can dictate a lot of the emotions that you feel. So I'm a big writer and I want that book in my hand. If I'm going to read it, I want to feel it. It's been a couple episodes back, but I talked about the power in the pen. It's more than just this. It's more than the color. And it it carries a lot of power that one has to really sit down and think about it. So I'm really, I so agree with you there. Tonight is going by fast. This has been Uh so much fun. This is so much fun. (laughs) So Cheyenne, so what is your what's next? My what's next is finishing up the backlog of guests that we have. We're scheduling everything out until 2024. So I'm able to at least get out of the studio part of it for a while and really focus on the content creation and then the traveling. 
I'm fortunate again to be the content creator of, of my whole show. So mm -hmm. I also interject music from a lot of the travel that I go to. So I go to concerts, record a lot of footage. And then my goal is not just for you to like pick up on the guest or read the book that we're talking about, but also go and check out all the music that I present to people because it's really feel good. Just yes. get your heart going in the right direction music. If I'm not vending, I have a concerts that I'm traveling to. And then eventually we're going to do a couple of documentary formats of some healing document or healing modalities that mm -hmm. I've decided to kind of be the guinea pig for it. Even though it's part of my healing journey, I really have just come into more of a love for documenting. I think it's like the nitty gritty stuff that people would usually cut out and be like, oh, yep, I'm healed. This is what I got the experience. And they show like the love and light parts. So I really want people to get vulnerable. And the only way for people to really get vulnerable is kind of get like naked first, so yeah. to speak. So there are some things that I'm going to go and uh, try out and document just so I can show people that there are alternative ways of healing outside of just what Western medicine has taught us our whole life. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, well, we have to stay together, stay connected. Yeah. I'm really excited. We we know for sure we're going to Costa Rica in a couple a couple years, I should say that that trip's like well off. I need like a group of 10 people to come and do it. But there's some like just local travel in the US, I guess I could say where we're going to load up our stuff and go and just meet people that are, you know, doing good work is probably the yeah. best I could say it. That'll be fun. So fun. And then as we talk about one thing I do love about is expanding our mind. I always talk about the book on the shelf. That's part of the show. And I believe in expanding our mind because I believe that allows us or opens up to the opportunity of us growing into our what's next. And you talked about reading. So what's one book you're reading right now? It's so hard to choose. Oh, I understand. I just, right. I just got done with a few. Okay. And just open a couple more. So I just finished the Celestine prophecy. Do you know what that one is? No, I don't. Tell me. Oh my gosh. Know. It's about this ancient manuscript that's found in Peru. And uh -huh. this guy basically goes off into this crazy adventure to find these like nine insights that like enlightens and connects humanity in like the best revolutionary way. Um, I couldn't put it down. I read it in like two days. I just finished that. And then I just finished a Dolores Cannon book, Jesus and the Essenes. Uh -huh. I like balancing the spirit and the science. So I really tried to interject. So I have this one. Do you know the author of The Secret? Yes. Okay. So they have this book. It's called The Magic. And it's mm -hmm. all about like redoing your conscious acts of money mindset. Uh -huh. For example, there's one on there where everybody hates paying bills. And I actually made a TikTok about this because I was still trying to do it with my bills. You okay. know, like bills come in the mail and you're like, oh, I hate bills. I don't want to pay them. Yes. Well, they make you switch your perception about when the bill comes in the mail. You're thanking them for that service. So in order to retrain your brain, you write before you pay, you say thank you for the service and you write it out on the envelope. Again, okay. it's the power of the pen. Right. And then when you pay the bill, you give gratitude for each step of the service because it's not like they're not doing anything for you. Like you're paying to keep your lights on. Right. Right. So then you say, thank you for having enough money to pay the bill. And it retrains your conscious mind to not be so negative Ooh. when you're even receiving bills for services, because those are still very good things that allow good abundant energy to grow into your life. Like there's so many people out there that do not have money for their bills and right. that fear keeps them in a very low frequency where they're not really able to achieve that, that energy flow that you want. Right. So right. it teaches you to redo the conscious aspect of it. And it's very easy to read, but you're just like, Oh, of course, like, it really like makes you look in the mirror for yourself again. You're like, you're right. I do complain about bills when they yeah. come in the mail. As soon as I see it, I'm like, oh, okay, time to pay this. Right. But it's just like building a good relationship with that aspect. Yeah. So then more of that abundance can come in on the other side and more of those creativities, creative ideas can be able to flow to you as well. Definitely got it down. So I'm definitely going to get that magic. Yes, the magic. I think you'll really, really enjoy that one. Oh, I'm going to go get that. I'm definitely going to try to read that. Look, Audible will be it tonight and put yes. that in and get me. I love that. Oh, thank you. I can't wait to read that. Yes, good. So then two more questions. So what is your win for this week? 
Oh my goodness. My win for this week is staying caffeinated enough for all of my interviews that I have booked. They're just back to back to back to back to back. And mm -hmm. I mean, I used to be a hiring manager anyway. So I used to do interviews left and right all the time. Yeah. But when you get to do interviews about, I mean, everything on, under the sun you could possibly yeah. think of that you're talking with people, you want to make sure that you really give them, you know, the authentic part of yourself that you're listening, communicating, engaging. You want to make sure you're taking notes and following along. So just being able to stay present with them and interact and not be in a meeting with somebody else and like planning the rest of my day out and kind of like half listening to them, just totally practicing being in the present moment, especially when my schedule is jam packed between physical meetings and then zoom meetings. Mm -hmm. That's probably my biggest thing is I always have to check in with myself a lot and be like, okay, how's your battery pack going? Do we need to like breathe for a minute? Shall we grab coffee? That's definitely my biggest win is trying to stay present. I love it. I wrote it down. Cause that's I'm with you staying present. Like you said, especially working in corporate Taking a few minutes, I'm very, uh, actually, that is one of my routines now. My self-care routine is I literally take a break from corporate before I start working on my business. Because at first I was starting to go into it and I was just losing myself. I was, I was losing myself. So knowing I can take a breath and I deserve that break. So good. So I am so excited about all this. And I love that our conversation, this was gone by so fast. Man, yeah. it's fun. I would love for you to come back and talk more about all that you're working on and all that you're doing. It's so exciting. Before we close down our show, what would you like to leave our listeners with? If you want to do it, just do it. Don't let it stop you. Don't let the inner critic come in and talk you out of it. Don't even let the people that love you the most talk you out of it. If it's your dream, just go do it. Because as soon as you accept it and you take that leap of faith that people are going to come in and help, people are going to come in and love you, just do it. That's the best thing that I can say. We're all here for a reason and it's not just a nine to five. Oh, you're right about that. I can attest to that. Oh. Well, Miss Cheyenne, thank you so much. Oh my goodness, you guys. I got notes coming from everywhere. I hope you got your nuggets because I got mine. My cup is full today. So I want you all to know though, look, you've heard it from all of us. Just do it. If you don't know where to start at, you can send me a message and we can get together and we can figure out your what's next. If you don't know where your what, what your what's next is, or we can even create a path, a path that is so fun with vision boards. Um, so if you're interested in getting connected to me and getting to going after your what's next, know that it is possible. But before I shut this down, I want to say thank you for joining me. You guys are always amazing. But note that you only have one life to live. Live your life for you. You heard us all say it and go after it and do it with you with no regrets. Like you all heard us, we all face fear and we all handle it, but we still continue on. And know that you can too. Until next week, when I bring on some more amazing guests as I have here, know that you can do this and go out here and subscribe and stay connected to Envision Me Talk Show. Until next week, you all. And if you have any questions, drop them in the feed. It's never too late. Take care, everybody.